There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Okay, guys, in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month. Mm. Oh, yes, congratulations. I want to know what is your Latin X, or should I say Latin triple X, hey. porn name? Wow. Mine's is Benicio Del Horo. Wow. <laughs> okay, let that marinate for a little bit. Mike, yours. Mine would be Huevos Rancheros. Hey. I'm, a, I'm a Dominican <laughs> farmer and I'm feasting. Oh, you're feasting? Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, uh, Frank. Oh. Uh, my high school sweetheart used to call me El Maja Papa. <laughs> That's very I Dominican. I would have gone with Spank, spank Nib. Spank <laughs> Finally, Carmen. Let's see, man. I like my name, Carmen. Mm. So I'll just switch it up a little bit. I would say my uh, Spanish born surname is Carmen San Diego. Welcome to the Latinos Out Loud Podcast, episode 117. All right, slow down, Jeez. slow down, nice. slow down. I am very hyped. Frank is back. Yeah. Uh, I am Juan Bago. Jay Ferns. Carmen Mendoza. Frank Nibs. Welcome back, Frank. Thank you so much, Mike. You know, I just want to start up by um, uh, addressing the elephant in the room. Last week, we had a little bit of a controversy. Uh, there was a sound effect that threw off Rachel, um, the cow, and the goat. Is that why Rachel's not here? Um, <laughs> she, did it, she did it a week. She did it a week away from you after that. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, it was your idea. Yes, put farm um, animals, it was. Sound I threw effects. I threw Tibby under the bus, but I just gotta want to tell you one thing, and you know, um, I had a little bit of uh, separation anxiety. Oh, um, Frank, you haven't been um, in the podcast, and I got desperate. And you're like kind of like the Dominican Ed McMahon, so I felt <laughs> like. 
You know, so I just want to say, um, in honor of the horrible sound effects, we're going to retire. Tibby, we're going to retire those two sound effects for Mike, the last time. But you told me that I was start, starting to sound like a goat or a cow a long time ago. Mm. You oh, told me well. the, yeah, the, the, uh, I think I was mad at you when I said that. I don't know. Do All right, guys, I think we're milking this one too much. <laughs> hey. This topic. Let's, let's move so on. So we're done. But listen, Frank. Yeah. We missed you, man. Oh, thank you how, so much. How have you been? I've been good, man. I was uh, out in, by the Jersey Shore by Arsbury, Arsbury, Arsbury Park. Asbury Park? Asbury. Asbury. Yeah. Bruce Wait. Springsteen's backyard. All right, you were doing it. The, the, pirate, the pirate pronunciation. Arsbury Ar- Park. Arsbury. Ar- 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 yeah, so it was a pirate movie? No. Oh, okay. I was uh, shooting a, a, a short called "The Summer of Se- uh, 1970." It was a short. Uh, was oh wow! Yeah, I was so you you were also a consultant because uh, you knew about the 70s back then. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, that's not how they wore the bell bottoms back then. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I was out there by the beach uh, filming. It was very, very fun. And on Instagram story. Oh, a lot. Yeah, big time. I gotta tell you, I'm so curious to know, but you either posted uh, stuff on a set or golf. Like you were in a golf course. What's what was that all about? The golf course is, you know, I I I, I kind of do some work with uh, on golf courses, so I'm always. But like you're doing know, like Uber, but on like the golf course. Yeah, well, kind of Uber for for golf, for doing you know driving the you know nice. the golf carts. Yeah, you go. Nice. Yeah. Um, take, I took the game up a little bit, you know, to the next level. That's really smart. So that's why I'm always on the golf courses, guys. Good. Nice. And everything else was great in the summer. Great, my mother's back from DR. Uh oh, you know that's why you got the crisp Aww. shirt, right? There you go. Wow, comida la casa. Ropa limpia. He's wearing that Guinea Republic shirt, <laughs> <laughs> freshly uh, ironed. Is she that old school mom though? She cooks everything, yeah. right? She doesn't let you cook, right? Yeah, big time. The whole day, asking me if I ate every single day. And she comes in my room and she wants to clean up and clean the room up, you know. Oh, that's you know, nice. fold my clothes, you know. That's dope. We yeah. should have her on the podcast one day, bro. Yo. <laughs> she should have like her own segment and everything, She'll bro. talk mad shit, bro. I know. Watch. Is she into the Frank Spiracies? Yo, my mother's the first. The fir- my fir- <laughs> yo, my mother's my my inspiration when it comes yeah, to theory. Yeah, right. Love it. Yo, my mother is huge. My mother's Trujillo. Uh, Trujistia. Okay. Oh. She's big into Trujillo, so she's you know she's big into politics. So she, my mother's always been like, my mother's always been like, yo, they taking pictures of you in you know public school because they're gonna hold that later so on. She's when woke. They need- yeah, she's woke. Oh, she's filming. Wow. She's eighty something, man. She's beyond woke. Wow. Yeah. Well, we missed you. Thank you. Bro. Um, Likewise, man. I miss you guys so much. Jamie and I, uh, for the second year in a row, went to uh, City Field for the Dominican Heritage. Heritage? 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or heritage? Ersbury and Heritage. Heritage. Yeah, heritage. You guys were in heaven. You guys are the, some of the biggest Mets fans I know. Yeah. Well, which, that means we're in hell because they lost. Yeah, we, <laughs> they, yeah, they, no. they broke us. They but broke we, got, we were fanboying again. We <laughs> had another... Uh, we had a reunion of sorts with Jose Reyes, okay. former Met, mm. uh, current <laughs> reggaeton star, yeah. <laughs> or upcoming, up no, and coming reggaeton up there, artist. And he did like five songs. And look, I'm still a fanboy. Yeah, and former Mets, and everything. I jumped up, I, I went on stage, <laughs> and I was like, you know, taking a picture with him. Although, like, in the picture, it doesn't even look like it's him. He's wearing big ass glasses <laughs> that cover like half of his face. He's like a, like a very fancy tank top. So it didn't look like Jose Reyes, but we posted the picture. Yo, but the funny thing is, is like Jamie knows. Like I'm like trying to have like a short talk with him. I'm like, yo, um, we met two years ago at in Harmonic Studio. Yo, 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 yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right, right, right. Like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, see, see, yeah, okay, yeah, let's yeah, take yeah. picture. Let's take go. Take picture. I got to go. <laughs> I, hope, yo, I, hope I got another song to sing. <laughs> I hope you guys cop that album, man. <laughs> 
yeah, you know what? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it is what it is. Uh, it was great. But and we got to see a former guest. Yes, we did. So we tweeted that we were going to be at uh, City Field, mm-hmm. and Marisol Castro hit us up. I saw you guys. And she invited us to the booth. Oh. So it was a great experience there. We how got do, a bird's eye view. How do you guys feel being such longtime Mets fans and being in that booth? Honestly, I know you. Oh no, it was dope. It was good. It was good. It was good. Like I, we, I, we could see ourselves even doing that. Like, really? Because basically, what they do is they talk. They, she does the name. She does the names. Uh, introduces every player, and then when she's not doing it, she's they're just bullshitting the whole time. Like they can have their own podcast. They <laughs> yeah, were, they bugging out. They're yo. really funny when they were just like not like just talking to each other, and we're kind of just like wa- like watching them. It was funny. We felt bad though because I felt like every could we, she was so busy. She has to be be paying attention the whole time. Like you can't be distracted because then you miss <laughs> announcing a player. So you got to be like really on point and everything. So we had a good time, and then. I got to tell you guys, um, the more that I hang out with Jamie, the more I see another side of him. So obviously we were drinking, we were having fun, but when Jamie drinks, he becomes like a mean sports fan. You're a mean drinker, huh? He's a mean drinker. I don't see that. that. (laughs) What angers me is when I go to a game (laughs) and I see like the other team's fans, right? but usually they'll come in like groups, so there's like a gang of them in one section. And they're just every time the other team does something good, they 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 make you know they get they seem obnoxious to me. So then I just come at them and I'm like, nobody cares about you. <laughs> get out of here. You don't belong here. You know. Catch and I get real loud and yeah. But you even admitted to me you were like, yo, I could be the type that you could see me fighting in the bleachers with the yo. other team. But of course, I also said that it would be like the weakest person in the group. Yeah, I'd, I'd pick like the 75 year old like frail looking <laughs> kid. Un- yeah, I'm like, yo, oh there. man, let's go. You want to go? Yo, at one point we were like in the cane section. Like you could only sit in that section if you right. had a cane. Um, yeah, that's yeah. And then Jamie was like, "Yo, I think that's the actual Tom Seaver sitting right in front of me right there." <laughs> he was wearing the Tom Seaver. <laughs> Carmen Mendoza, shout out to yeah. Carmen. She's co-hosting two times in a row. Wow. Yes. Wow. The second Thank show you. in a row. Thank um, you, Frank, <laughs> for being MIA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next week is my turn. How's your schedule for next Tuesday? Dang, I'm gonna be in Chicago. Uh, Go Cubs. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was wanna, real quiet. We're talking about quiet. sports. Carmen, are you a sports fan? Um, you know, no, I'm a fair weather fan. You know, I, all, all my teams are Chicago teams, unless I'm in New York. <laughs> mm, okay. I'm a fair weather fan. I mean, but I grew up during the Bulls era, right? Like yeah. Michael Jordan. Uh, you know, come on, come on. So you know, I mean, in Chicago, everybody knew Jordan. Uh, you know, you know. What do you mean, like personally? <laughs> I know we would go trick or treating to his house and stuff. What? Really? Yeah, 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 what? yeah. Wow. Did he give you guys? Did he? Give, was he generous with the? Candy? He got, he oh yeah, for sure. Like they'd give. Nah, they'd give like full size candy bars though. His wow. kids weren't too much younger than me. I know his son was like two years younger than me and played in um, a Catholic school league basketball. Did he dunk? Yeah. The, did he dunk the candy in your bag? And you're like, wow. No, I wish. Wow, Jenny, really? But I'm pretty sure his daughter handed it out the one time I went, and she was gigantic, very tall. Wow. <laughs> he's just hand, he's handing out little Jordan candies, yeah. Jordan sneaker candies. Is like, oh, okay. Well, I'm not a mean drunk, but Jamie's a mean drunk. You, you'd probably get along with uh, Julian Castro. Anybody see the Democratic debate, the I last heard, one? I, I saw heard. clips of it. Oh, my goodness. All right. So every, all right. Everybody's giving Julian Castro a hard time because he had to call out Biden for not having, you know, his facts straight regarding a statement that he had made about health care, right? Whether Mm. or not you have to buy in. But, yeah, people are are asking themselves, is Castro canceled? But let's listen to what Castro said. Okay. Mm. Are you forgetting what you said two minutes ago? Are you forgetting already what you said just two minutes ago? 
pitch? Do we hear the audience's... Uh... Yeah, it sounds, sounds like, like Jamie a... when he drinks at a baseball game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that does sound like a Are you game. forgetting what you said two minutes ago? <laughs> you forgetting the Dodgers are not here anymore and it's yeah. the Mets? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, people are attacking him, but I thought it was fair game. Mm. Yeah. Has anybody here th- thought to themselves, is Biden all the way there, man? I don't know. Biden is like... I... <sighs> I feel like Biden, his time was the last election, and he didn't. Exactly. And, and then he's kind of regretting that he didn't uh, enter it, and um, he didn't like- run. And now he's he's trying to co- overcompensate, but he's too old for it. Yeah. I think. He makes Bernie Sanders look young. And he absolutely does, man. Bernie, speaking of baseball, he's over here. Anybody see that clip of him, like, hitting a ball and running and stuff? Dang. Like, he's young athletic. Looking like Rachel's dad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. man. But I heard Biden's dentures came out. That's why he made that flub. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah his dentures came out. Like, you know, the alien, the movie, and then he retracted them back He needs in. a Dominican dentist, the one that you go to in the Heights, oh, bro. Dang. But you cannot blame the dentures for everything, all right? So let's listen to what Biden had to say in terms of the legacy of slavery. Listen to this, y'all. Oh, my God. We bring social workers into homes and parents to help them deal with how to raise their children. It's not that they don't want to help. They don't, want, they don't know quite what to do. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. Make sure kids <laughs> hear <the> words. <laughs> Yo, play the books. radio. Maybe they got to play this podcast. He play the tele- podcast. He should have stuck with television. He was like, television? No, I mean uh, the record player. That's what, that's what people listen to now. He was going to go like, the phonograph. <laughs> yeah. You, um, that is crazy. Come on now. Come on now. So Castro had to do what he had to do. He had to do what he had to do. But man, they decided to just throw him under the bus. You know, his fellow candidates on stage right, right then and there jumped on it. Like, come on. But I think Castro did what he had to do. Do you think... If Biden really winds up being our candidate, you know, I'll support whoever our Democratic candidate is. If he winds up being our candidate, do you not think Trump is going to be pulling some shots like that? Oh, of course. course. He already does that. You know what I'm saying? So Julian is showing, Castro is showing, hey, man, let's go. You look, overall, Julian is, deserves more attention and everything. Like, they go more to Beto when it comes to, like, the, the Latino voters. Like, the other on, Latino. Can't yeah, the other. <laughs> Beto. Yeah, I think, I'm hoping Biden just realizes maybe he should step down eventually, right? Like, maybe he just, Lord. but I don't think he's going to. But that's the only way right There's now, because some, like, right now, Biden, yeah. I think, is going to be the people that the one people pick. Well, yeah. the thing is, you, you never know. You know, there's some senior Obama aide officials that are like, uh, he's, you know, he's got to go. He's got to go. Mm-hmm. Well, I support whoever our Democratic nominee is. Just y'all, you got to register to vote. There's still time. And okay. uh, register to vote, okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. even if it's Biden, just like comatose. Just like, <laughs> like you know, I'm like, yo, I'm going for Biden. He's going he's gonna to win this debate just on, like, you know, glances to the audience. <laughs> um, and then on that note, it's time for the Buchicha Bites! Yeah! I've been waiting all day. Aye. I've been waiting all night. Aye. I've been waiting all day. Buchicha Bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all day. Howdy, y'all. Hey, Jamie, Yo, what up, Jamie? What's up, Jamie? What's up bro? Oh, this is your first Pachicha bite in front of Frank. How yeah, you feel about man. that? Yo. For the new season? Yeah. I, feel little... <laughs> I always get the butterflies in the stomach when Frank's around. <laughs> um, 
first bite, y'all. Mm. Bang Bros. Oh, how did you, you know? know? Bang Bros? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you Bang know? Bros? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I auditioned for that. Carmen doesn't it, know, and I regret it now. Yeah, <laughs> she googled Bang Bros to research, and now she has that in her search history. Don't do it. Frank actually auditioned three years ago for extra money to be a Bang Bro. But yeah, for yeah, people yeah. who don't know who the Bang Bros are, they're a self-proclaimed. They're self-proclaimed world's best porn site. Yeah, yeah. They're a, but they're a company. They make a lot of money. Official. And they submitted a $10 million bid to rename the Miami Heats Arena. All right. Dang. From American Airlines Arena to um, the Bang Bros Center. <laughs> oh, <laughs> short into the, they want to shorten it to the BBC because that sounds a little bit classier. Um, <laughs> all I want to know is if there's going to be a Bang Bus service to the arena. Stop oh, my I'm like, is these a t- don't and uh, Carmen don't um, so don't Google, Google Bang Bus. <laughs> it's even worse. So wait a minute. So instead of like a, a standing ovation, it's gonna be a standing erection. What is that? Oh, I mean, in the game, yeah. You know, Definitely. the name change raises a lot of interesting questions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my, you, my, you asked me who the mascot is. Yeah, I, mean, I figured it's just gonna be a bus, wow. right? <laughs> right? I don't know. Look, a I magic think school I, bus. A magic. <laughs> they might have to come with a new slogan: Miami Heat basketballs deep. No. Oh lord. Um, and they got. They probably got to change their name. That, they probably got to change their name from the Miami Heat to like the Miami Wet. I don't know. Anyone? Wow. Anyone? Wow. Look. So it's gonna on. be the splash wow. emoji. Splash. <laughs> the splash <laughs> brother. emoji. They're taking the Splash Brothers to another level. Um, speaking of wet, <laughs> next bite. Actor Tom Hiddleston, who plays Loki in Avengers, he caused a woman to orgasm in the crowd during his Broadway show Betrayal. Damn. Take that, Hamilton. Under wow. what conditions? Under. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. How? I mean, what did he say? His acting was just so good that she was like. Hiddleston. Hiddleston has like hardcore fans, kind of like uh, Cumberbatch. He has the Cumber. Yes. Cumber who? Cumber what? Is that a Benedict Cumberbatch has like he, he has a group of fans that really are obsessed with him. Hiddleston has his own group. I don't know what they're called. They're called like the. The, I don't know. I, I didn't read the research on what they're <laughs> called. But they, let's just, no dad joke for that one, yeah, huh? Right, right. Damn. <laughs> I just like imagine sitting next to that woman, you know? It's just like, yo, lady, yo, I like the show too, but like, bring it down a notch and put your pants back on. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'll go see that. I don't know if I'll go see that. Anybody, I, I think I might need to. <laughs> what, <laughs> any, perform, any performance that you've ever been to made you feel so like... or. Semi-orgasmic that you mm. just had to. Nah. Mm. No? Nah, nah, Mike, me. not you. Nah, nah, nah. You want High School Musical on Ice? You like that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a secret between you and me, bro. Right, I didn't even bring it up sorry. in this segment. Ah, uh, next. No bite, more guys. secrets with you, bro. <laughs> next bite, Popeyes, guys. Ooh, the sandwiches are back. Ooh. No, they're <laughs> technically no, but check it out. They're telling their fans. To BYOB, bring their own buns. What's oh, this? Is that a picnic? They What's going on? Bring their own buns, order their three-piece tenders, and then make their own chicken sandwiches. That is lazy, bro. Oh, that Can is you bring so tortillas? Huh? Right. Good, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Taco Bell's going to start doing that. Yo, bring your own taco. Uh, <laughs> bring, bring your, your own tortillas. Yeah, tortillas. <laughs> I'll bring some white bread. What, right, people are gonna be with Wonder Bread. Just get from yeah, there. Wonder Bread, white bread. That's I it. would go bougie. I'd bring like a brioche bun or something. True. <laughs> I'll just go straight keto and not have any bread at all. Damn. See, yeah. then you don't even need. I don't need it. Popeye sandwich. Maybe gluten free. Get, yeah. get a piece of lettuce one. on top of it. You know? Ooh, the lettuce. And then cut it in half. I mean, as Popeye's if lettuce wrap. As yeah. if there weren't mm-hmm. any, uh, like, any more cre- creepy people in Popeye's. <laughs> now you're gonna have people just bringing in stale bread, making fun, <laughs> constructing chicken sandwiches out of chicken tenders. I'm like, what the fuck is going on at Popeye's? Oh my goodness. No, I think I'll. 
I'm going to bring my fanny pack and just take out the bread real slow. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to go. Um, and final bite, guys. Ooh, final. A bonus. Damn, it's four. Jim. Tinder is yes. making its own TV series. How does that um, work? It's, How does that work? Well, it's a seri- It's a multi-episode show described as having an apocalyptic storyline. Mm. Um, and there might be some relationships up in there, but it doesn't even really... <laughs> there's no link, really, to Tinder. Tinder just wants to get into the TV, you know... The well, the streaming show, like platforms, they want to. Is get it a involved. reality show? No, it's a it's a narrative show. It's like a TV. They're trying to get. What's it called? That. Swipe right. Swipe. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, look, I think it works with TV because changing the channel was kind of like the first swipe right. You know what I mean? True. It's just like, nope, don't like that. <laughs> Next. <laughs> No, I'm not trying to watch this right now. Uh, but look, I don't know. This is going to have so many more actors on Tinder. I feel like it's going to be annoying, you know? Everybody, everybody, everybody's picture is going to be a headshot on Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> you know, they're just gonna, their bio is just going to have their like IMDb posted on them. Damn. Just pasted and shit. It's like, yo, no, I'm dating this, this new girl. I don't really know much about her personality, but she's been, she has like three TV credits. Damn. So that's pretty good. That's how it's getting. Uh, are you going to start watching Tinder TV shows? Anyone? Why not? Frank, have you ever done Tinder? No, never. Have you ever done any dating service? Or you just do it the old school I, way? No, I, yeah, the old school. Go I to go the, to the bar. Go to the bar, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm st- you know what? My mother said to start going to church. Oh. Oh, yeah, Frank. She said there's some good girls there, so I'm going to start. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Frank, I mean, girls? I mean, you mean like... Milfs. Mi- yeah, gilfs. <laughs> gilfs? Okay. Gilfs. Gilfs. <laughs> Girls I like says they're religious. Yo, Frank, is there a religious F word there? Frank, you f- yo, you can go to bingo night. Bingo night. And yo, you can hey. you can make money and uh, meet some women. Less, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so now I know if I ever want to pick up chicks, go to go to church Yeah, go to bingo night with, yeah, go to go bingo to bingo night with Frank. Frank. Yeah, do a little praying, do a little flirting. <laughs> um, and that's the bite, y'all. Woo! And now it's time for the fake news. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibbs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibbs. Hello! Hi, Frank. What's going on, Frank? Frank! Yes. Usually, when someone else does the fake news, you can't face them. Right. But this is the first time ever that the person that did the fake news the day, the, the week before right. is right in front of you. Amazing. So, how do you think uh, Carmen did? Be honest, Frank. Amazing. Oh, thank you. Amazing. Carmen <laughs> did a very admirable job. Oh, thank you. You know, that's how we first became buddies. We were like, the moon? You know about the moon? Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I met Carmen after a show. I rem- uh, it was at the Univision Studios. And afterwards, you came up to me. I, I don't know what, what it was. And we started talking about, like, the pyramids Probably in Peru <laughs> and, like, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, the Nazca line. And I was like. that cover. And, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was me. I, said, I went up to him. Yeah, and, I was yeah. like, <laughs> and afterwards, I was like, yo, Mike, who the hell is that girl, man? She's fucking nuts. Like me. <laughs> I honestly sit at home all day watching conspiracy. Like, YouTube, like, getting into some kind of weird. So mold. does Frank. Yeah. While he's at, yeah. at a golf course. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, watching the big news. You know what's under this golf course, yo? Like, it's an ancient Indian burial ground, yo, for real. <laughs> I read up on that uh, shit. All right, Frank. Well, folks. Yes. Today, we're going to talk about a very serious topic. I didn't really mm. want to touch on this topic because, you know, Rachel was pregnant with uh, with Benjamin at the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very touchy, and I was really holding off on it for a long time. Got it. But I got to let it out right now. You know, at the beginning of the season. Of course. I want to talk about this company. They're called Cenomix. Okay. Sounds like they're, a cereal. Yeah, they do. They're a very weird company. 
They're a biotech company, okay? And they use they use um aborted fetal cells, okay, for to to uh to create sweetness and saltiness in our foods. Okay. Okay. Sick. Yeah, these guys are, you know, these guys go in deep. This stuff is in a lot of our foods. Okay. okay. Like Gatorade, like the late chips, uh, Tropicana juices, everything. Is that what you were having Lay's chip before? Yes, that's the last okay. time I'm gonna have it. I'm not gonna okay. that's why I bought it. Okay. Right. So anytime you see natural flavors, this stuff is in it, okay? And they work with the seven world's largest food companies. Okay? So a lot of our things have these aborted fetal cells. How does that even work? How do they get it? Well, they actually take the cells and they replicate them in the lab. Okay, so every time they take uh, from one baby, they replicate the cells over and over. But they always need new cells to replicate because actually cells actually get old after you replicate them over and over and over again. Wow. Yeah, and it's also in women's cosmetics. So, ladies, wow. it's in most of your cosmetics, okay? Okay, and companies, all companies like Kraft have it. Uh, Campbell's. Macaroni? Yes. Ah. Yes. So, basically, ne- any processed food. Right, any yeah. processed food. Nestle's. And the biggest company of all, Pepsi. And guys, what? If you take the word Pepsi and you put it upside down and backwards, what does it spell, guys? Dead Z. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's it spelled? I want that's you my, to that's my rapper's name. <laughs> Dead Z. Dead Z. She said it so hauntingly, though. Dead Z. I'm Dead Z. Is dead. Is dead. Is dead. What is dead? Food is dead. Pepsi food is dead. Backwards. Backwards, and then you put it upside down. It spells is dead. It's dead. Frank, how long did, it, did you do that? Did you discover that by did, yourself? Yes, it took me a while to do this, and I, you know I've been onto this for a long time. Okay, and guys, I'm gonna guys. I have this fake news ready in a year. I'm trying to figure something out yeah. real quick, guys. I mean, look, a Swedish scientist, one of the top leading scientists. And this, I mean, I'm gonna go. On another rant right here. Oh, go ahead. Right? Ready. If, this, if you guys time. think this is far fetched, okay. one of our leading scientists from Sweden just came out and said that <sighs> I don't know how I'm going to say this, but a solution to climate change would be um, actually uh, eating human flesh. Oh, oh. Okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. We're all right. a little too calm about all this <laughs> right. information, Frank. It's is crazy. We're numb. We're right numb. Now. Well, now I'm not it's 118 that, episodes that of that fake news. That trip to the vending machine I was going to take after this is canceled. <laughs> right. Canceled. It's crazy. But you know, it's you know, it's 20, it's 19, it's 20, 2019. So you know, anything is possible. And by the way, there's an actual episode of South Park that actually touches on this. And that's they always know. South yeah, Park if you guys want to check it out, it's season five, episode thirteen. I'm watch actually, yeah, they actually t- they actually touch on this, Mike. Okay, it's really deep. And another movie that really put me onto this on another level. This was while we went after uh, one of Mike's birthday parties, and we were all the way. Yeah, we have a special tradition after uh, my my party. We go and and we found like the grimiest uh, uh, restaurant out in the Bronx. <laughs> there was like uh, it was me, Mike, Rachel, uh, Sophie, and some other people. And Rachel found like gum underneath the, the like the chairs and the tables mm-hmm. and the floor, and she was like, "What the fuck? Do they fucking cook people here?" And we started cracking up. And Sophie says, "Frank, have you seen Soy and Green?" And I was like, "No." And afterwards, we I went home and I checked it out, and it was a film about New York in the year 2022. And a detective comes into town, and he finds out that uh, there's many missing piece people in town, and he realizes that these people are being Actually, after they die or they kill them, they actually uh, make food out of them. Oh my lord! Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
So Man, thanks for ruining the end of the movie. For <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, we wanted. And I always told you, I always told you guys about the films in Hollywood and how they always portray these things, and you really got to look into it. Even the cartoons. So this thing goes very deep. So you know. I mean, if we're stuck on a mountain and the plane crashed, and remember that movie about uh, the Argentinian <laughs> soccer team? That, that was real, though. Yeah, alive. They ate their it was friends. Alive. It was yeah. alive. Remember yeah. that? And they, they had really, to. Yeah. Frank, you you watched that one How too? do you pick who you would eat? Like, who would we eat out of the four of us? Damn, Frank. Uh, no, no offense, Frank, but I'm eating you. Uh, yeah, Mike. There's no hair to like remove. <laughs> nah, nothing. You know, you <laughs> straight. You gotta. Straight I'm. I'm brain. into chicken breast. Straight for the brain. You gotta, yo, you're good, bro. Carmen, you done if it's me. You. I'm a vegetarian. I eat everything so you got except the penises. <laughs> I eat all your asses up. All right. Wait, what? <laughs> my man, you wouldn't have my longanisa? Ah, uh, oh, man, I'm offended, bro. Damn, yo. Yeah. Okay. Nah. I think, I, I I think we're done with this. <laughs> I think we're done with this eating scenario. This eating yeah. hypothetical. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you right, so much. Right. It was great being back. Welcome um, back, Frank. I really miss you guys. We um, miss you. Um, I'm really looking forward to the season. And Carmen, thank you again. Thank you. You Frank. were fabulous. No, you. Uh, I thought the Scientologists were like the only religious uh, uh, group uh, in that little mix up, in that little mix there of influence. Yeah, right. You, you put yeah. me onto something there. I'm you guys want to be alone here? I feel like you're having your own little spinoff right now. Yeah, we you might know, have to. We maybe might do. need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to do <laughs> something? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you, Frank. Thank you very much, thank folks. You, okay. If you found a hundred dollars on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? All right, stop thinking about it. Of course you take the money so why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them that's why i go to my bookie it's fast it's easy and they pay when you win let's face it where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on look i wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best did you know you could bet on games after kickoff if by the second half it looks like your bet is gonna lose you can always just take the other side and no one's gonna judge you for flip-flopping it's okay i do it too if you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot try a parlay if all your picks come through you'll multiply your winnings and no matter how you bet the nfl season is the best time of the year i mean it's like my second Christmas. Join now and my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code Latino to activate the offer. That's promo code Latino. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Hello, everybody. We are here with two guests. Let me start off by introducing them. Juan Cáceres, senior programmer for the Urban World Film Festival here in New York City. And we also have Alan Alfaro, film director in the house. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Woo. Yo, this is like a More. reunion here. Yeah, man. It is a together. reunion. We work together. Jamie and I have had the pleasure of um, working with you guys. And I had the well, pleasure simple. of working with you guys. Absolutely. Well, uh, that's was it, it really yeah, pleasure? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> pleasure. Hopefully the two-way street. Pleasure. <laughs> pleasure and soon, 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 soon. Yeah. Um, on what? I think the audience... Would like to yeah, so we worked on a web series uh, back in 2013 called Henry, um, and throughout the course of a couple of years after that, uh, we shot about nine episodes. It screened at the New York Television Festival at the time, um, which was a dope, a dope look. And uh, yeah, so I think it got some 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 street cred. It got. I won a best award, LA Web Fest. Just that's that right. Idea. You won best actor. <laughs> I'm sure you forgot. I'm you sure did you win forgot. best actor. He's yeah, so it took me five years to send him the certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I kept forgetting. Now? Yeah, no, I'm dead serious. He, he, just now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 2013. Damn, like you saying yep. that? That's a while back. And that's LA Web Fest. I think they're a little bigger now. Oh, I think, you said, I think they just they, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> no, no, I think they. Broke. I got a certificate that says I won Best Actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. For a defunct for a defunct. It's like a Trump <laughs> diploma. And Juan, you were producer in that project. 
Yes, I was the one who recommended Jamie. That's, That's right. Look at this. Full That's, circle. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I feel like the, the funny you more than them too. <laughs> I know. No, right? Wait, wait, no, no. This is no, really hilarious. No, no. no. Show. when when Alan came to me with the project, I was just like, he was, you know, describing it. I was like, I think it's Jamie. I barely knew Jamie. You know what I'm saying? That's I was right. just like, I was just like, I think it's Jamie. But then, there's a funny twist to that, though. There's and then a funny... met me, and he was like, yo, what's up? And I was like, yo, Jamie. So two people vouched. Yeah, like, I got a Jamie. lot of, I don't usually get vouched like that, but I was getting a lot of vouchers. Yeah. yeah. Well, you didn't know people money at the time, so that's usually what... <laughs> <laughs> There was a backstory to that because I had this other actor attached to it originally. Really? Please. Build a team. Named um, Arturo Castro. Never heard of him. <laughs> he was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was the original guy, and um, I, you know, I found Jamie, and um, and it'll be found me Jamie. in a shelter. And, and uh, it was a very, <laughs> I think that the choice. I don't regret the choice, though. I don't regret the choice. Look, thank you, and I, um, and he actually was in one of the episodes. Yes, as, he was your brother playing my brother. Yep. Um, but I, I was actually playing kind of almost, an, you know, a a version of you, right? So, Which was yeah. also kind of meta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is uh, exploring a a, a, um, a Latino male in his early thirties, kind of like going through a, a kind of like purgatorial stage in life. Um, you know, finding um, himself and 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 trying not to and trying to make amends with the people around him in his life and stuff like that. So, um, is a dark comedy of sorts, mm-hmm. and uh, and it. Deals with it, it. It sees a um a person for who they are, as opposed to like who they um w- what their culture is. Like my my whole point with the series was to uh, sh- show a character of color in a very normal way. You know, dealing with like human things mm-hmm. and um. Makeup made me a little bit more. Gave me a little yeah. more color than I <laughs> Was it like a yeah, yeah. West Side Story color or what? No. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. JK, JK. Uh, definitely that, well, used 2013. It was right. It was so yeah. It was okay back in 2013. Yeah, right. You know. So we have you two here because tomorrow, um, but well, this airs is going to be a Thursday, but Wednesday, the premiere of Urban World. So Juan, you're here. You're behind the scenes. Give us a little insight what to look forward to the film festival and how your responsibility in the film festival, um, how that works together. Well, uh, they initially brought me in to do Latino programming. And my first two years, Latinos won all the awards. Yes. So they, yeah. Yeah. So, so they would just like do whatever you want, you know, nice. which was my, my like, you know, dream. You know, I got to get films from like India, Trinidad, Venezuela. Peru, so yeah, so it's been a dream. Uh, opening night is Harriet, the story of Harriet Tubman. Nice, you know, yeah, absolutely. You know, and the stars are gonna be there, and it's yeah, it's been a dream come true. You know, it's it's, it's been nice to bring back quality Latino films to New York. You know, what are some films that you feel are like you're proud that you have? You could tell people like, "Yo, you need to check out this short or this feature at Urban World." Alan's film, because he's sitting right here. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's an asterisk to that, Alan. We were like, "Just tell you." Right Alan there. was like, "Looking at him hard." Yeah, yeah. Yo, he was tapping your shoulder like, like, "Yo, son, yo, you better save my." Like, <laughs> you saw that footage. Like, <laughs> like, Juan. Um, 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can't. I can't pick favorites. I'm not allowed to. Come on. But um, it's like Mama Bear. I, got, I don't yeah. have a favorite. I don't have a favorite kid. You know. You but, can uh, tell us after. Yes. I'll <laughs> tell you guys. Okay. But I love the fact that uh, there's a film from Peru called mm-hmm. By the Name of Tanya. It's gorgeous film. Um, Vandal from Miami. That's a dope ass film. Um, and I, I know you guys know Adele Morales. You know, yes. yeah, he has release. You know, so I'll get you guys tickets. So you know, yo, we, know. yo, we down, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome. And Alan, can you explain a little bit your short film that's yeah. gonna be in there? Yeah, uh, my short film is called Message Erased, and it is a comedy about um, a girl named Cindy um, who is. Uh, who calls her friend uh, after seeing a photo on social media and she's trying to conf- com- confront her, but mm-hmm. she gets her voice message. So it's her just going through different vo- voice messages, trying mm-hmm. to get the right one. And she keeps like, no, not that. So it's just, it's a sequence of phone calls that, you know, go through various emotions of, of, of her kind of having a little mini breakdown and to leave the right message for her friend. <laughs> so I have seen this this short. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. I haven't. What type of relationship? Well, we're... Come on. Oh, I gotta wait, right? Yeah. Okay, Jay. You have see more up. of a history. Oh, because you're Henry and I'm the You were Henry's Eddie. friend, right? Yeah, yeah. all right. You're Eddie. So... <laughs> I feel like... I feel like I'm, I'm feeling like I'm the character in your short right now because I'm getting FOMO. He got to see it and uh, I yeah. didn't. Right. But continue, Jamie. <laughs> Art imitating life, but um, <laughs> no. And you've had a lot. You've done a lot of shorts. This is actually my favorite of your Thank shorts. You, it's it's very witty. The lead actress is great. It's just really, it's just funny, quick and funny, right? Like a per, you yeah. know a great comedy short. So thank you. Um, Thank definitely you. recommend people go go see that one. Yeah, we screen Friday at five p.m. at the AMC Theater in Times Square. And what inspired it? Because I know that this is something that uh, um, a lot of women go through. Um, are you saying that this is something that happened to you as well? Like, did you see Jamie hanging out with, with some of his friends and you were like, oh my God, I'm mad and I'm going to make a short out of it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, nah, I mean, I, I think I think it was a very r- r- relatable emotion, you know, no matter the gender. Um, yeah, my... And, no, um, but women women do relate to it more. <laughs> yeah. They do. I have, I have had I a have lot of... I have to see for myself. <laughs> no, it's true. It's yeah. true. You've, you've probably done this yeah, a lot. Yeah. All right, someone explain to me, and I'll tell you <laughs> The gist I get yeah. is that you call, and this person doesn't answer, so then you're irate on the inside, and you just keep calling? No, no, yeah. no. Basically, yeah. you're calling them, but like you're leaving the wrong message, so uh, then you delete it, and then you start you again. Edit. Try yeah, over you again. edit. You edit, you know, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like breaking into yeah. the voicemail, and then no, it's oh no, you're you're releasing a lot right now. That's part she, two. That's yeah, part two right she's there. releasing a lot. Like the thriller version <laughs> of it. No, you, yes, yeah, you. I can't relate because I go on a scale of ten. All right, guys, that's tame. All right, talk to me afterwards. I'll write the second one for you. Um, so uh, quickly, you mentioned the screening and everything. Um, what is your process when you're doing short films? Because I know you had another short film, which was last year. Um, I know that you were working with Danny Garcia. Yeah. What is your process when you're doing short films and, and the creative out of it? Because sometimes it could be a sketch or it could be a short film. So tell me, as a filmmaker, what makes you do that decision in your, your process? Yeah, uh, a lot of my stories are cut from a larger cloth of larger stories. So um, 
I, I I try to make little um, stories out of the bigger stories that I've created, and um, I try to make a story that's full and complete. You know, you go through like the scripting process, you find out what's the beginning, middle, and end to it, and it should have it should be pretty self-contained, right? Um, so yeah, after I I have it right on the page. Um, I I uh, figure out if I can do it on my own or if I need to get the money for it, mm-hmm. and if I need to wait for the money, then I I do something else. And but if I think I can handle it on my own, which I did with this one, I you know c- kind of put my own cash into it, mm-hmm. um, and I kept it very minimal on purpose. It's shot in one room, one actress, one action, um, and uh, I made sure that it was done simply enough that I it, it doesn't hurt my pockets that much. Mm-hmm. But I can still take people on 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 like a story, you know, journey, if you will. Juan, you watch a lot of Latino centric Latino. Yes, movies. Jamie. Are there any mistakes that you see in some of these movies that you feel like, you know, they're they're not doing enough of to kind of to kind of get, become more mainstream? You know what I mean? I feel like we're always still trying to 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 have more of our our movies out there right. you know for big, bigger bigger screens bigger audiences what what do some of these people do wrong that you see i i can't say that people doing nothing wrong but it's like i just feel like latinos us latinos need to step up a little bit mm-hmm. you know we we're not there yet you know what i'm saying but that's all i can say is like uh, U, us yeah the content is the not content. yeah it's just step it up. Step it up. What do you say to 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 people who want to do this? You know, what words of encouragement do you have for people who aspire to create films? Latinos who who aspire to create films. Um, to me, it's always in the writing. I mean, that's the first, the first step. You know, just like writing. You just you know. Yeah, and I would say also uh, study the craft. You know, um, yeah. you know, take it seriously and and f- figure out the history of it. Figure out where it's at now, and then figure out how you can a- apply yourself to push to p- push it forward, um, c- culturally and also aesthetically with with the you know film with the c- cinematic language. Um, I think uh, w- what I try to do all, all the time is is is, is to um, Give my characters r- relatable traits, um, and mm-hmm. and just it, they they just happen to be of you know of a certain gender or culture or color, um, and I think in that way we can a- achieve a better understanding of one another. And I think that's that's what I at least I try to aspire with my work is to f- find the common humanity amongst us all and and. Right. I think that must, and I think that you know, when you become too didactic in your work, you you, you start to lose people. So I, I stay away from that. Me personally, it's okay. If other people, you mm-hmm. know, do that. Um, I like to entertain. I like to make right. people do you feel laugh. Like comedy is the best genre to relate to people. For me, yeah. For, um, I was just talking to Rocio out there about how anything is can be made into a comedy, right? Like, and that's that was kind of my approach with. Henry was to you know take my kind of like dramatic uh, issues because it, it deals with um, um, him going through anger management, um, and it also explores like his history with his dad and stuff like that. So um, you know taking that kind of like serious thing and finding humor in that, and, and um, I think that there's humor to be found in anything because I think um, 
all you know, I think that we all you know try to f- try to smile as m- much as we can you know no matter what but also like I don't I think we don't have our Spike Lee mm. you know well, we have Robert Rodriguez you know but as far as US Latinos we don't have our Spike Lee we don't have our John Singleton and you know why hasn't that happened you know so for you um, you're working with the film festival but you've produced some stuff what are projects or how does an individual that comes with a script uh, that gives to you and say, yo, look, I want to work with you. What is it that attracts you to say? Besides the writing, what what is something that really attracts you to say, yo, you know what, I'm going to invest my time in getting involved with this project? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's love, you know, like that, you know, the project is something that's universal, that speaks to, like, everybody. That That's basically it, but, you know. And and Elaine, for you that you've been doing a couple of, of short films and stuff like that, where where do you see yourself in the next couple of years? Because I mean, I'm gonna be biased, but I gotta say you're you're an amazing filmmaker. Um, and He's trying you, to get a role in your next. <laughs> <laughs> he already has a role in hey, 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 back. So get ready for a <laughs> yo. No one's gonna up. Yo, put me as Henry, bro. I, yo, <laughs> just no, no, do it like I don't think they'll even style. know the difference. Yeah, no, but for real, like for you now that you've been in the industry. And your craft is getting better. Um, Thank you what for is, that. Yeah, absolutely. What is it now, like for future wise, for yourself? What do you want to get involved uh, involved with? Um, I'm I'm writing a feature script that has largely to do with this, the Henry stuff, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I'm just gonna try to maybe move forward with that into a feature script. Um, I'm hoping that in the future I could... Uh, I, I was trying to make it into a TV show, but it's just like... I don't know. It, it's. I don't think... Uh, I, I don't think I have the mind for TV, really. I think mm-hmm. I'm more of a filmmaker. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. I was like, if you... A dream kind of position in the industry, like tomorrow, you know, would it tomorrow. be in the TV? Would it be in the TV oh, industry? I would, or would it be in the, you know, All I want to do... All I want to do is make films... And but Alan, why not that. TV? Because Ooh, putting you in a spot. Um, why I not think, TV? Why, why? It's like <laughs> I think I like I, I think I like stories that end, and um, the the ongoingness of it. I don't think I have the mindset for that. I, mm. I think I like having Although one you did, story you have, done. You know, you've written in in, in, in that form. In that form, yeah. And stuff like that, but you just prefer kind of just to beginning, middle, and end. To end. Yeah, I wanted the whole thing to end the moment I had started making it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, yo, Jamie. I'm done. I don't want to. I don't want to work with you. Yeah, anymore. that was like ten minutes into the first, ten minutes the into first the first shooting. shoot. I was like, I don't know how to do this. I was like, what did that I was, do? That was obviously a joke. Yo, I'm I sorry you didn't get the other actor. Okay. I think the joke kind of landed a little too 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 hard. It wasn't. Even, nah, I I enjoyed shooting all the episodes, but I think that I you know I'm you know my yeah I like I want to make indie films, not indie films. Sorry. I want to make films. But I'm content if it's just indie films. No, but it's interesting because, yeah. like, if someone was, because I write too, by the way. Yes. Yeah. And, um, but if someone was offering me a job like it's like NBC, I'll say probably no because I couldn't, I, I wouldn't know how to write for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I use too many cuss words, I talk about all kinds of dirty shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I wouldn't know how to relate to that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get that. Yeah. You know, it's just why. 
One. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, Which one? No, I wasn't talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you have written a lot. You've been uh, opinionated with the industry. Mm. You've seen it. So tell me, because you're saying that there's no Spike Lee. We don't have that. What do you think... Or are are is like are we heading in the right direction that we are gonna have a Spike Lee or there's something missing in order to cultivate this Spike Lee? I think there's that. something missing. It, it, it's gonna take somebody who doesn't give a fuck. And this is the thing, though. It's like Latinos. What what I don't like is we support people because they're Latino and not because they're good or dope. You know what I'm saying? It's just like we right. we tend to put ourselves behind people. And not just be like, no, fuck you, you whack, you know. Mm. Which is which is right. which is tricky because for for us at times the opportunities are not there as much, so we feel like right. we have to cheerlead. Um, but you think that still comes down to doing the writing, correct? Absolutely, always, yeah. Why is that? The Do you think it's just not sexy enough in the in, for people that are coming out? They just want to be. I don't acting? know. It's like Alan was saying. Like, we, I, I don't think people have studied the culture as much, you know, and. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta write. That's you have to write a story. I mean, you don't have a film unless you have a story. Um, and 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 I think that if if you know you don't sharpen that tool, you know, everything else falls apart around it. You know, you you, you gotta understand story. You gotta understand how to how how to keep an audience engaged and um, how to you know take them through an emotional journey. I hate using journey. the word journey. Mm. Why do you hate using the word journey? I don't know. It just Sounds so corny. <laughs> oh, okay. But I, I always journey. land on it. <laughs> yeah, the hero's journey. journey. There That's you go. That was a good story. book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there a particular moment in your life where you knew this is what I want to do? Do you remember at any point in time that you were like, "This is it. This is what I need to do." Like filmmaking. Filmmaking, writing, just you know, yeah. deciding to put your stories out there. I, Both of you. I've always wanted to make films since I was a kid. You know, um, and after. College and everything, you know, I, I got into the industry and through PAing and stuff like that, and um, you know, just trying to find my why in in the filmmaking. So, like, I've always known that I wanted to make films since I was a child, but I think it was finding my why is is, is where like things started to catapult because, um, you know, like coming out of college, I, I honestly like I don't know if you understand this. Emotion, like I didn't understand why anyone would pay me to direct a movie. Right. Like, w why would anyone pay me to do this? It's like the most right. awesome thing in the world. Right. And then, um, you know, through being in the industry and everything, you realize, a, it's hard fucking work. It's like real hard fucking work. And b, you know, uh, there's 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 a whole industry play. You know, you need the creators to create. You need, you know, and then you know, why create to reach people? And you know, how are you gonna reach? people by telling stories that they could relate to and, and why, you know, and then you realize your own voice and what you want to say and, and how how that can serve people, you know, because everything's a service, you know, every every job you do is a service to others um, and you have to find that in, in film, which I think a lot of people lack a lot of Filmmakers, I don't want to like talk shit in, on the Ooh, microphone. Yes. I'm Yo, talking shit go. on the microphone. Yeah. Yo, Name not, names, baby. Yo, no, no, but a lot of people. <laughs> Yo, put their handles out there, son. <laughs> no, but like you know, what I'm saying like a lot of people will will will, will do it for the wrong reasons. They'll they'll, they'll do it for vanity instead of right. having something to offer people. So. Instead Alan, of being genuine. Yeah, Alan, I know you're gonna be humble about this, but you've won an Emmy. 
I have a, I have two New York Emmys. Yeah, he's won two New York Emmys. Yeah. Can you explain first to look. me? Right. Can you explain to me some of the lessons you've learned in with your job that you do um, while you're not doing filmmaking? What some of the lessons you've learned? Oh, that's a good question, man. Thanks. This motherfucker. <laughs> I want to be in the stoop too. I want to be. I want to be in the stoop too, bro. You got to get a high taking your job, yeah. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real, you won too, but I'm saying I under your job no, it, what you do is I, not I learned easy. a lot about conciseness. That's that's the m- main thing I learned about that because you have to deliver uh, a show that's 20 minutes and 56 seconds long. That's the length. That's we're we're not allowed to go under or over that. That's the length of the show that goes out. Um and you learn how to tell stories concisely. You learn that if you hack off this thing, it's not going to affect the overall story. You know, just because you love it so much, you hack it off. And that serves me really well in my writing because it's like, it's like, oh man, I love this scene. But it's like, it doesn't, it can go. And my script is already 130 pages long. Like, it can go. You we know? don't need Henry's friend here. <laughs> yeah, we don't need, yeah, should I check so out? Hey, 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 my cousin. <laughs> By the way. The whole I, Eddie character. I just don't know, man. For for the listeners that is also a Juan Bago fan, one of my favorite sketches that I've ever done was the Dominican juicing that you oh, wrote oh, yeah, and you directed. Right. Dude, so anyway, there's a fan of the Dominican juicing that was your baby, and oh, it was a lot man. of fun to work with you. But not only that, like I said, the editing. So you also, um, people should know, is that when we did our web series, you're the one that um, was directing, and you uh, shot the one that Lin Manuel was in our season. Oh finale yeah, for the web series, oh, Studio man, Head. Yeah. So that um, was trippy, man. When I started seeing him on, on TV, like post Hamilton, I'm like, this motherfucker. I was hanging out with him. I emailed him, Henry, and he never responded. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess he had bigger. <laughs> I guess I think he gave you. I think he gave you a fake email. <laughs> he probably did. He probably did. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so one, real quick, um, to get to uh, the nitty gritty. What are some of the films that our listeners should look to, forward to in the New York area for Urban World this year? Padre Matania from Peru, mm-hmm. Vandal from Miami, Release from New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, they're my favorites, you know. So, as a writer, do you do you see something in the future that you want to you know eventually start make or and maybe you know put out on the festival circuit eventually? Is that is do you have something that you're Currently, oh yeah, writing and you yeah, have yeah yeah. I'm ready to send it out. I have, oh, so, I have so a whole like gang gang. You oh, know? So, so we might yeah. be getting you might you, gang? you might get <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Are you guys talking yeah. about porn right now. <laughs> oh oh, I got. Did you hear about the Bang Bros thing? Like like the stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wait, you guys talked about it. I have I have no idea what Bang Bros is. Me neither. Don't Google it. Don't Google it. I know I know what Bang Bros is. Did you really not know? You don't no, know. No, no, okay, Pono Hub. I don't know why I'm laughing. Yes, I know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bing Bros. I mean, who does it? Juan, I got a great question for you okay. to impress you even more. As a programmer, what are some of the common mistakes that filmmakers do when they're submitting a film to a film festival? Oh, oh wow. A lot, you know? Um... Alan, help me out here. What, what <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've never programmed, but I would imagine uh, having like a, a like a half hour short film that's that's not supposed. Oh, to Oh yeah, be a half definitely hour. like lengthwise <laughs> and um, yeah, all, all that stuff. And is know your product, know what you have. You know, like don't think you're going to cons. Mm. You know, like know know your lane. 
Mm, that's it. You know, know your lane, and it's fine. Or, this, or this know a lane that helps too. Oh yeah, yeah either or. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the title of the show. Know your lane. That's why you're such a good writer. Oh, you can see you it. Improv. I learned all of my punny jokes from you, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, guys, know. thank you so much. Thank for you. Guests. Thank yeah. you, man. This and is good luck. It's my first um, podcast. Maybe you could send me the link of the short. I don't know. But come I'll watch go. it. I'll come watch it. But are still. you? It's at 5 p.m. on a Friday. So I. Uh, yeah. All right, <laughs> I'm just saying. You ain't get like jobs. <laughs> no, no, I'm not complaining. I, I'm, I'm honored to be. I've actually submitted to Urban World a, a couple of times and have been turned down. So I'm very excited to be part. Yeah. of it. Congratulations! That, it makes it that much more sweeter when you get it. Yeah. yeah, like I say, I don't do anybody favors. No, you know? he does not. Mm-hmm. People not. like send me the films. I'm like, they're gonna fucking hate me, but you know. I mean, I didn't the integrity you. of the. Festival. I didn't hate you. <laughs> I didn't hate you. <laughs> Because then I watch the other films and I'm like, oh yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So it's time for the Fuchila Fresheners. Que lo que quickie. All right, guys, it's time for the Fujinon Fresheners. Get okay, quickie. Just remember, go to the website, put LOL, and you get 10% off. I'm very, very excited because we're going to be going to L.A. We're actually going to be meeting with Ruben of the uh, Fuchila Fresheners. But once again, go to the website, put in uh, LOL10, and you get 10% off the fresheners. Juan, what are your handles, and where, pe- where can people find you? Uh... Facebook. I'm not on Instagram or nothing like that. It's You're not on social media. Are you? Not no. really. Like I'm on, you know, Facebook. Uh, Juan Casas. Mm. Um, okay. I I did. I think it's um, Super Juan. Your Instagram. I, yeah, oh, Instagram. But uh, I have he no pictures. It, no, it's creepy as hell. Cause like I. <laughs> no, He's that like, guy that follows you and yeah. there's no pictures yeah. in the account. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I follow every woman who's been on the cover of Smooth magazine. And, oh my like, God. and that's about Just it. Love the old Facebook. Oh my God. So uh, yeah, Juan Casas on Facebook. That's it. Uh, and Alan. Um, I'm on Instagram as Alan underscore Alfaro. So it's spelled, you know, differently. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should I call you Juan Bago or, or Mike on this? Either thing? one, it's fine. Uh, well, as Mike mentioned, uh, Mike I love his A- like R and B voice. You know. Yeah, I know. He's like, yeah. He's like yeah. so. Well, I've told you, you're gonna be my first guest in my one on one podcast. <laughs> uh, he really, he be... really wanted to get that joke out. The one on one. He's been practicing it all for like three all weeks, <laughs> and it was good timing. Back to you. No, but it is uh, A L A I N underscore A L F A R O. Alan Alfaro. And once again, on both Twitter and Instagram. At your screen. Little at thing. We're going to put the link but, uh, oh, for oh, the sorry. screening. Yeah, the screening is at f- on Friday at 5 p.m. AMC, th- uh, AMC Times Square, mm-hmm. Heart of Manhattan, uh, 42nd and 8th. Um, yeah, 8th. Okay. Yeah. It wouldn't be a quickie without shouting out our peeps at Yero.com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. This week, they've got the inside scoop from Golden Boy about the upcoming Canelo Kovalev fight. Visit Yero.com for the exclusive story. And do you have some shout outs, Carmen? I do. I have a shout out for Rachel Aloka. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me sit in for you, boo. 
I appreciate it. And uh, Thanks, Jamie? Bro. No, Michael Oke, Room 28, uh, the sketch group me and Rachel are in that Mike was previously in. But no more. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> people in Espanol, they're, okay. present, they're, they're doing their festival, the People in Espanol Festival. Um, it's going to be October 5th and 6th at the Armory Track in Washington Heights. Woo! Room 28, we're performing an hour of comedy both days, the 5th and the 6th. So you can either come on that Saturday or Sunday. Um, time uh, still to be determined, um, but um, it, it should be fun. We're going to be doing some some sketches that I guess... Um, are f- you know funny, but also educate because it's a health festival. So we're probably going to try to teach a little bit, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll be showing some of the um, the web episodes that we've done for Somos, Ooh. Somos Community, which is that's what we're going oh, to represent, yeah, yeah. Somos Community, and we did some web episodes, and um, we're going to be showing those there too. So it's gonna, it should be fun. And Jay Ferns at Instagram. Yeah, this is Frank Nibs. I want to give a few shout outs. I want to give a shout-out to a very special person. Uh, she gave me a very, 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 very beautiful reception when we did the uh, the event at the Google Center. She goes by the name of Romy521. Um, as soon as I came in, she knew my voice, and she was like, I know your voice. You're Frank from Latinos Out Loud. And, I mean, that set things off for me. Beautiful. So I want to give another shout-out to her. I want to give a shout-out to Roz Barone. Uh, she's a faithful listener. She showed up at our Google event. She invited me to her birthday party. Very good time. I saw uh, Kelvin doing his dance over there in the party. It was <laughs> off the hook. I had a good time. I also want to give a shout out to Nerdy Rebels. Under, Nerdy underscore Rebels. Uh, he goes by the name of Latin. He works at the Google Center. He helped us out over there. He's a longtime friend of Mike and I. And uh, it was really, really good. Also, I want to give a shout out to Liverpool Jeans. They knocked on my door. Well, sorry. The FedEx guy knocked on my door too. I thought it was the cops. And they dropped off a package, Mike. Yo, can I also shout them out? Because I got the package last oh, night. Oh, really? You too? Yo, and I'm in, I was the jeans fit really well. Hey, you know what? I'm wearing I'm wearing I'm wearing the I'm wearing the sweats Ooh. right now. You're the sweats are pretty comfortable. Thank yeah. you. I'm gonna I'm gonna Instagram Liverpool. If you're listening, we're gonna Instagram it. The yeah, they were great. This is the first gift it. I've ever gotten from anyone uh, for being on Latinos Out Loud. So I gotta give them a very super duper duper shout out. Thank you, Liverpool, Liverpool Jeans. Liverpool uh, Jeans. Liverpool Jeans. Uh, 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 Jamie, I guess, is going to uh, give him a shout-out later on. But thank you so much, guys. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. For me, the shout-outs, again, are marketing sponsors and partners, UptownCollective.com. If you want to check out some stuff that's going on in the Bronx, watch the tides, and um, in Harlem, go to UptownCollective.com and CorrienteLatina.com. Go to their website if you want to check out. They have some uh, screening giveaways. Uh, for me... Yo, I got the jeans too today, actually. I want the jeans. I'm joking. I'm, I'm, I, I gotta, I gotta keep it hundred. We all have to wear the jeans next week. Yeah, I know. Episode, I know. Y'all. And I could do a photo shoot. They were skin. They're skinny jeans, but they weren't like too skinny, so which I like. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be wearing like skinny ass. Are jeans they up jeggings? There. Jeggings. They're jeggings. <laughs> Man jeggings. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll all see. Next, no, we're next all. Week. Frank, you're gonna wear the jeans uh, next next week. You should wear them. A little tight on me, but you know why? I'm gonna wear them. Too. Yeah, I ain't for the ladies. Um, I have a special shout out. Um, there's this comedy show that's going on this uh, Saturday the 21st. It's uh, called uh, I Can't Believe It's English, um, and it's hosted by Manny Cruz. And we have some former guests that are gonna be on it: They're Julio Diaz, Ian Lada, Glory. So it's gonna be there. Um, I'll share it on social media. But shout outs to them. Um, I actually 
met the, uh, Manny because he went to go to Google Space and he saw us live and he's been a fan since then. So uh, shout outs to him. And uh, my handles, uh, Juan Bago and all the platforms. And one more time, Carmen, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you guys for having me. So thank you, Carmen. You're, You're so best. prepared. You're so professional. Um, <laughs> and thank you. Thank you guys, really. I, be- I, I truly appreciate it. And also my handle, I forgot it. Miss mm. Carmen Mendoza. MS Carmen Mendoza. You can find me on Instagram. Okay, guys. This is the first Que Lo Que Quickie of the season. And we have the honor on, on the phone. The actor in North Pole season two, Santiago Rosas. What up, y'all? <laughs> Thank you so much for being a guest. How are you feeling? I'm I'm doing great. I just I want to start off just by saying thank you for having me on. I'm uh um I'm super excited. Uh, I I uh, I'm honored. Let's let's do it. <laughs> no, no, yeah. of course. So for our listeners, um, can you pretty much tell a little bit about the web series? Yeah, man. Um, so <clears throat> so uh, the North Pole. Uh, Essentially, it started off. Um, season one's about um, uh, it's about three friends um, who um, they've grown up in Oakland all of their life, and uh, the season one is about um, gentrification and just essentially like unity and community. Uh, season two uh, specifically is because um, at the end of season one, um, uh, we leave y'all with like a huge cliffhanger. And essentially what happens is um, uh, Benny, uh, uh, Nina, played by Reina Maya, Dante, uh, Marcus's character, uh, they, uh, we wanted a, uh, somebody that was in the community, uh, community member, she was going to get evicted. So we all stepped up to the plate and we tried to stop this from her getting evicted. And essentially what happens is, is, at the start of season one, um, it comes to find out that Benny's actually undocumented. Um, mm. And so because they, they all got arrested, um, you know, season two is all about just the journey of, of Benny getting his, his name out there, um, you know what I'm saying, in terms of just um, being able to uh, just get his, his, his word out there, essentially. So it's about, like, you know, taking the – the story of immigration um, and just flipping it, you know what I'm saying? And using just the humor, using, um, I mean, just truth, you know, the, of storytelling. Right. How was it working with uh, Rosario Dawson? She not only executive produces, but she's in the show as well. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know what? I was real fortunate that I, got to, that I got to work on a scene with her. And I just got to say, like, she, like, from, like, moment that she walked on set like she's just a consummate pro um she she came in um she crushed her scene she was just so um uh polite and just professional and was all about the work and then when everything was said and done she just was gracious you know she was just very excited to be there i think um uh her energy uh she has her this energy about her that like is contagious like you just you just want to and it's not even about like you're just honored to like to be there you know i can only imagine she's been doing amazing things for the community oh yeah and i mean for a while 
for a while, yeah, for a, while. For yeah, a minute. I, it's crazy because uh, originally I'm from Phoenix, and uh, I have a lot of my friends that um, they're you know organizers and activists. And uh, about like ten years ago, um, my uh, my friends they organized this um, during the 2012 um, Democratic National Convention, um, and it was in Docubus. I don't know if y'all remember that, but um, my friends, they, uh, a lot of my undocumented friends, they, they got on the bus and they went all the way to the, to the convention and Rosanna wow. Dawson was there. Like she showed up and she got herself arrested as well. So she's been down from the beginning. Oh yeah. She, she sure has. Yeah. So this, uh, this show takes place in Oakland. Like Oakland's kind of really been featured in a lot of movies recently, like, uh, sorry to bother you and, and, yeah. um, blind spotting and, and all those movies kind of show Oakland to have just its own unique kind of rhythm and flavor and the culture is very specific is there uh making this show do you kind of is Oakland its own character in a way in the show as well well um I I think uh I, I think I, I think that's a really fair assessment like I I felt that like um throughout season one and season two um the polar bear like and like what the polar bear represents, like it, re- it represents like the the fight. You know what I'm saying? It represents the the identity um, of uh, of Oakland and and that swag. Specifically, like the polar bear. The reason uh, the way I'm not sure if um, uh, Josh, the producer, had mentioned it before, but uh, originally the the idea of the polar bear came about because um, the director um, Ivan Ituriaga. Uh, he's originally from Chile, but like he essentially was like raised in North Oakland. And the people in North Oakland, uh, they go, uh, they call North Oakland the North Pole. Uh, so that whole idea of like what you know the polar bear and what it re- represents—it's it's this resiliency, you know what I'm saying? Um, of just like the people and and their fight every day. Can you tell us a little bit how you got prepared for the role and then how excited you were as far as when you read the scripts for season two? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, so um, when Yvonne and um, uh, Josh came to me and they told me that season two is going to be, um, that Benny was going to be more of the central character of the story line, um, I was excited, you know, and, and they started giving me like a lot of, uh, background in terms of like, like um, what it's, what it's going to be about, and um, essentially what the, the the main thing that they said was like, you know what, um, Benny's going to be Salvadorian, and I'm like, oh. this is exciting, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm Mexican, you know, I was born and raised, my family's from Mexico, and um, I grew up in Phoenix, and I grew up with a lot of Mexican people, you know what I'm saying? My community here in Phoenix, and um, as an actor, when I heard that, you know what I'm saying, like, we're going to focus more on Benny's storyline and how, you know, the process of him uh, being Salvadorian and, and going through the process of, of deportation and all that, I had to do, like, a lot of research because, like, um, you know, I know the immigration uh, story, it, you know, a lot of us, we, we connect to it. Um, but specifically the Salvadorian um journey is, is a little bit different from let's say like you know mexican immigrants you know right and um and so i, I essentially what i did was i just relied a lot on my craft and, and 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 how i go about preparing um 
and just, you know, because, I mean, I, I got to earn the right to say all these words, you know, of course. and they have to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. How know? have people and, responded? And, um, have people responded with their own stories of, you know, r- relating to, to the story that's being told here? Um, when we presented it, uh, so we presented it in, in Oakland and we presented it um, in Los Angeles and I got a chance to like, take it back to my hometown in Phoenix uh, last uh, Tuesday. Um the feedback that we've been getting from it has been just amazing. Um, there's been a lot of people that, you know, at the end of the, whenever we, we screened it, that people come up and they're like, Hey, like I really connected with your story. And, and, um, I think as an actor, like when you're able to like, just work on, on content, on material that like really stands for something, um, it's the kind of work that you want to do as an artist, you know, like, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, sometimes like, you know, like, work on something like a, a, a what, what are they called like a rom-com or whatever and and you know as an actor like hey like it's work you know like you gotta you know you gotta pay the bills but like at the end of the day like as an actor what I want to stand for is I want to work on projects that you know that reflect life and like people struggle you know in in, in this country and um so yeah like uh, I've been fortunate enough that like people that have seen it they've uh they've been very uh positive about the of what they've seen and i mean and even in hearing that like i mean people like wanting get, being inspired to tell their own stories you know that that's huge i mean i think uh you know one of the big things about it is just you know it's a call to action you know like you know um you get somebody to see a, a film or and it touches them and and they want to go out and they want to do something about it themselves you know and and you know, and, and it brings tr- uh, just this consciousness about what the issue is and, and maybe inspires them to go about, you know, go, uh, going after something that they really care about, you know, like trying to make some change with that. So, Absolutely, like I, your have character. Have you all seen, seen it by chance? I got to see the, the, the preview for season two and your character, oh, right? He runs, for, he runs for office, I guess you could say, right? He, he, yeah, sheriff. Yeah. For sheriff, yeah. I mean, so that right there is, you know, showing people to reach. Reach for the stars. Well, well, thank you so much, Santiago, for sharing your story with us. For Absolutely. you know, thank you, bro. Yeah, we need more actors like that who you know in the community who want to tell important stories and inspire people to share their yeah. stories as well. It, I, I, I promise you, I'm going to be watching this. All I had to see was the was the preview, and I was like, I'm sold. And Santiago, oh. do you know? Uh, can you tell the listeners where they can find the the web series and uh, for Absolutely. season two? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, those words are deep. Like, I appreciate y'all saying that. And uh, But the place that y'all can check it out is the thenorthpoleshow.com. Uh, we also have, like, a YouTube channel, which is the North Pole Show. Um, yeah, it's it's online right now. Uh, it went live last uh, Tuesday. And, um, yeah, I'm, we're all really proud of the work. Like, a lot of people put in a lot of, a lot of time. And, um, you know, we took it serious. And um, that's what art is i mean that's what the work's supposed to be that's what you have to do so and a lot of the episodes are around eight to ten minutes so easily bingeable mm-hmm. yeah so definitely. get on that people mm-hmm. and and it's crazy because like uh that was one of the reasons why the um the writers um and josh and the producer they wanted to because these days like everybody just binge watches stuff on netflix right so um it was just more um appealing to like like how people do it these days you know um in yeah, terms of like just, 
you know, like just Netflix and chill, North yeah. Pole and chill, I guess. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Uh, one more yeah. time for Santiago Rosas. Thank you, Santiago Rosas. Woo! Santiago. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much again for Santiago Rosas from the North Pole Season 2. Check it out. And, uh, yo, guys, this has been an amazing episode. Thank you one more time for Carmen for coming thank you, in. Thank you, guys. Thank uh, you. Thank you, Jamie, for your great pochincha bites. Thank you. Uh, Frank, great job. Um, again, listeners, uh, subscribe, uh, follow us, uh, just give us feedback. We always want to be a better podcast. And um, in the spirit of Rachel, um, we're out. Oye, mijo, que show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.